reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Of doing the favorite podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter, Brown740, but of course, always follow the show on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram by searching at Doing the Favor. With me, as always, he's the sexual, intellectual, dub weights, the Husky heartthrob, leader of the Husky Army, and Lily Brown's favorite uncle, my man, Barry. Barry, how you doing, homie? Doing well, brother. Doing well. And it has been a glorious weekend. I don't know That's, if you knew. It's been a glorious weekend. Is this uh this this football related? Absolutely. We so got we're not board. doing this is obviously the wrestling show and the wrestling toys and all everything that goes along with that. I got a question for you. Okay. Are you and Chris Rucker okay? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh no. We ain't no. never gonna be we're never gonna be okay during this this portion of the year. After fe- like I said, after February fifteenth, we can go back to being friends. I like that. Like I'm literally minding my own business, doing whatever I'm doing. <laughs> I uh, I open up Twitter just to see what's popping off in the world. You know, we post, we put out a show, like see the re- some of the reactions or whatever. And my God, you set the uh, listeners' ears on fire. They're they're calling you all sorts of names, and then Chris Rucker saying. There's some kind of bet about him coming on our show. Or are you going on? I, I was like, what's going on? Like, can I be involved in, in these bets? At least let me know what's happening so I can, you know. Yeah, but see, he was trying to he was trying to count on the Saints so he could ease on in. You know what I mean? He didn't think that the Giants were going to bust that ass. I didn't think they were going to bust that ass. But they didn't bust that ass. They won. But Not many people did. Just uh, Drew Vensel on the, on the pick'em contest. Just Drew Vensel and okay. me, okay? Um, which Drew and Nick tied. With right? 12. They got 12, 12 out of they got 12 correct. Um, and, and Drew, being uh, the uncle that he is, he said, uh, let the Haddocks boys get that. Yeah, Drew, they were 12 of 15. I was 8 of 15. You were 10. Dobro got, we're not counting the Thursday night game. So right, Thursday right. night game, I'm actually nine in your ten because you picked the you picked the Jags for that. Yeah. So Dobro got nine, Cleaner got nine, uh, JT, which is at Carmen Ohio Cards, got nine, Sam Finley got nine, PPW Podcast got seven, uh, Cody Baker got ten, Sammy Evans got eight, Drew got twelve, Nick Haddock got twelve, like you said, Jeremy Ball got nine, and Hardbody Deontay got eight. See, and Hardbody Deontay is one of the luckiest FanDuel players we've ever had. Well, when you're that successful, is it really luck? Well, him, that's I, true. That's we, true. Me and him, we do a lot of outside contests. Yep. Like we do like the Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, and just the, like the, where you pick the five players. And we're constantly going back and forth, like, who you like, who you like, who you like. So, Which is fun as hell, by the way. I right. love Deontay. I love talking fantasy football with that dude. So I always bounce ideas off him just because I respect his game so much. Uh, speaking of the uh, the FanDuel contest, Nick Haddock's won last week. I finished second. Drew Vensel finished third. So it's an all-Ohio player top three. And actually for the season standings, that too is all-Ohio players as well, with Nick Haddock's being uh, one at 561. Me being two at 523 and Drew Vensel being three at 515. And Uh, let me point out that in last week's contest, I finished last. You did. Uh, But I I also want to put it out there that this week I will be finishing first. Okay. That's that's. So what's happening here is. well, I put up a 138. I finished second. Nick Haddock's put up like a 176. Yeah, it was ridiculous. He saw he saw Cordero Patterson Cordero Patterson coming, representing the Tennessee Volunteers. I don't even know that dude was still in the league. So good for him. <laughs> well, he was Nick. a returner. Think about yeah. the Vikings had him forever and just fucking abused him, misused him. 
Well, he was drafted and, as a receiver, and he's not a receiver. No. He's a hybrid running back type deal. So what we're going to do is for the um, – we're going to talk about football in the next show. Don't worry, guys. Maybe yep. cut Barry off. We're going to talk about football in the next show. What we are going to do for the Pick'em Contest, again, is I'm going to make the tweet on probably Friday or Saturday-ish, right around there. I put my picks, Barry's picks. I put, again, the blank slate. You guys uh, screenshot that, edit in your picks, drop that in the comments. But also what I want you to do, and I'll explain in the, in the tweet, is to put the uh, final total score of the Monday night game. Yeah. Uh, closest to that in a tie situation without going over is going to be the winner. Now, if both, if multiple people go over, it'll be the closest whoever's right. Yeah, and, I, and I'll have something else, another. I've, I've got a bunch of like so, autographed well, cards and well, stuff. Well, I was thinking what we could do this time yep. is the winner. Okay, here's what I want you to do. With your edited screenshot, I want you to also list your favorite team. The winner of the contest will get a lot of cards from me and Barry of that team. That, that sounds good? fair. That's good. Which I think I think is that you know if I won and I say Brown, I'm listen. I win. You're sending me Brown's cards. <laughs> I got a. Hey, I've got a. And, and don't get it twisted. We're entering this as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if I would have won, if I would have won, I would have been He's like keeping that breeze strip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like look, you guys. Well, I would have put it up this week, like until somebody beat me. But yeah. But that's just me. But but yes, not to get off subject. Um, we got off the snide, me and you were messaging, and I was like, this is our whole fucking season right here. Three minutes. Talk, we're, we're, I'm going to cut him off. We're going to talk football in the next episode. He's, he's, he's getting killed. wound up. I want all, I want all this gas <laughs> for, the, for the football. I don't want you leaking out any of this, you wasting any of this gas, burning any of this gas for the wrestling show. Well, it's still so fuck Chris Rocker. Fuck Chris Rocker until uh, February 15th. And you're not going to like what I have to say on the football show. So that's going to be a whole conversation. Because you think they're going to win. And then and then we probably won't even have a sports show the following week. Because shit's going to get wild if the Giants go into that, the house that Eli built and get a win. Go ahead, dog. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord, man. I'll tell you, you, you get wound. You're. We're what, seven minutes in, five minutes in? You're already this wound up. This is a great sign. Um, <laughs> let's talk a little wrestling. Okay. To me, the, uh, you know, wrestling Twitter can be a horribly toxic place, right? Yes. It's, it's yes. not fun. It's one of the things you get on off the time, you get irritated that it, and you just log off, whatever. But when it's good, it's great. And when Arn, Arn Anderson, Dropped the Glock promo last week when he said, basically, he called Cody a bitch and that he would murk a motherfucker. But Without he's hesitation. And whenever he said, but I'm Arn Anderson and all that that implies, oh my God, what a line. Yeah. <laughs> the enforcer. But it's one of the things like you're watching it, you're like, did he fucking say what I just think he fucking said? He and did. You, you, start, it, you start laughing. But then the internet takes over. Yeah. And I think I spent a good portion of Thursday, the day after Dynamite, looking at Arn memes. It was incredible. It was funny. I mean, it's just one thing. I think like the whole wrestling community came together and just thought that shit was hysterical. Because one, Arn's universally respected. Loved, yeah. And but for him to like cut that, and that was a, I'll tell you what, that was a that was a hard hitting promo. Yeah. With the, Funny shit aside, that was a hard-hitting promo. For him to have Arn Anderson trending in 2021 with something unintentionally hilarious was fucking great, dude. That's just, I don't know. It's just one of the things, when pro wrestling, when it hits, it hits, and it was it was fun. And and he got shirts out of that. I bet you Arn Anderson made twenty thirty thousand dollars $30,000 last week off shirts. I'd, I'd about guarantee it. Because everybody fucking loved that. I mean, loved it. And what a promo. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I I get on Twitter sometimes late at night when I get my fucking retro machine and I'm watching, you know, mm -hmm. Arn promos and other other guys' promos. And man, like 
when Arn Anderson cuts a promo, there's no bullshit. It's fucking right. It's right there. And you're like, and like you said, when he said, I'm Arn Anderson and all that entails or implies, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, what I mean, like, okay, like he's the enforcer. That's what yeah. he does. So, yeah, what a line. And I mean, he's given sound bites in 2021 when he was passed, you know, he was passed over many years ago. You know, he was supposed to be sent to sent to pasture many years ago. And Tony Khan said, nah, dog, we need you on that mic. And your boy, Tolly, you know, he's out here still doing what he does. And yeah. they just fit in so beautifully with what AEW is doing that it is amazing. I love AEW, love watching it. And to me, like I said, no disrespect to WWE, but AEW is on their fucking game right now. And you've seen it with ticket sales. You've seen it. So on the flip side of that, and put and put that on pause for a second. The AEW on yep. fire because we're gonna get get to that. Yep. The flip side of the Arn promo and something I think that's been talked about a lot is the reactions that Cody's been getting. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know he was. Uh, I feel like it really went awry for him when he uh, basically said he was going to save. <laughs> he was going to end racism in his. Uh, I thought just. The whole it was just the awkward, awkward program he had with Anthony Agogo was just not right with me. It was I it just didn't. I remember. None of it sit right. And then you have you know Anthony Agogo, which oh god damn this. I'm I'm trying to be politically correct here. Cody was kind of taking the nationalist approach a little bit. Yeah. Which is fine. Whatever. Whatever. It's a storyline. It's a wrestling story. I don't know if that really reflects his beliefs or anything like that. I'm not going to get into that. But then you had Anthony Agogo, who was basically preaching the other side of things. And then you see him, like, you know, marrying his sister, who's who's gay, marrying them at their wedding and supporting his family and things like that, and putting up love is love and messages and things like that. Like, I felt like it was one of the things, like, almost like with the Jinder Mahal thing, like, who's really the heel here? You know? Right. Like I, I, we're playing to people's beliefs, and that's something I wasn't totally comfortable with in my wrestling. He, I, I mean, I get what he was trying to do. He just didn't get there. He didn't get his point across because wrestling, in most ways, most promos, like I said, Arn Anderson, he gets his point across better than maybe anybody right now there's a way to to get that across and cody rhodes probably isn't the guy to deliver that message just saying i remember when he cut it i mean you did a show and you talked about the same thing where that just eh, that was cringy kind of you know mm-hmm. like yeah and i and i talked about it a week or two ago where i just think he's fading himself out like i don't i like he loves wrestling. He's that that's always going to be a part of him. And I think he'll do a sporadic, you know, couple months. But I, I see him more backstage now. I just I don't know. I don't see him getting getting out there and you know. To me, he's been missing a lot. I I've said on the on this very show, I said after double or nothing, I want to say 2019. That nobody in wrestling is telling better stories than Cody Rhodes. Yes. That's something I believed at the time. And I still believe at that time. That's true. Yes. I feel like he's, there's ebbs and flows of this, right? And right now I feel like he's missing a little bit. And I feel like he's kind of, his act is kind of wearing thin with the crowd. And the more he tries to push it, the more it's going to wear thin. Now this crowd, well, I guess even WWE crowds, WWE crowds, I feel like you're going to have more kids and things like that. You're going to buy in. You're going to have more 50-50. Right. At worst. Right. But this AEW crowd, this smart marky dudes in their thirties and forties, all wearing black t shirts, yada yada yada. Yep. Who also probably enjoy being part of the show are going to shit all over it any chance they get. 
because now that's the new trend. So my thing is, I'm afraid what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to build Cody back to what he was, the way he was, which to me is everything we complain about in WWE, right? Is yeah. they force things. They force them down our throats. They tell us what we're supposed to like. AEW crowd is going to shill over that. I think they have a heel on their hands. I think, and also I've heard that Cody said he'll retire for he works heel again. That's silly to box yourself in like that. That's a, uh, um, if you think you're that big of a baby face, if that's true, if that, if, 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 if that's true, if right. he leaves that, this is all, this is all hearsay. Unless somebody can provide me an article, a source, but this is what I was told. He's got an inflated sense of self. Yeah. I I don't think uh, I don't think he's that into himself. He seems pretty, you know, down to earth. He just does, uh, and he's always got time for people. I mean, hell, we seen him at conventions, sat there for way longer than he was supposed to be. I've also had a couple like kind of weird interactions with him too at meet and greets. Yeah, I don't have anything against Cody Rhodes. This is years ago, and I've spoke gloomily about him since. I don't really get too worked up with like an off meeting somebody for 45 seconds when he's getting paid. I don't put a lot of stock into that because I don't know. I think I would be a thousand percent chippy all the time. Yeah. But it was just one of them things. That's all. I mean, you and you and Rachel were in, or we're going to be on the YouTube show to shot of brandy or something. You guys were going to do a YouTube show (laughs) together, but no, I, I just think I, and a, this would be AEW's one of their mistakes if they try to build him back up. But like you said, if he works heel, it could be good. But I just see it, man, I really, really see him backstage creatively coming out every so often, getting these younger guys over and then going back for, you know, and they're going to draw you back in and yada, yada, name value. And he's gonna pick wins up because they still when he went when he loses, it's gotta mean something. Okay, so so to to your guy. backstage to your backstage stuff. Now Meltzer has reported. Put take that for what you want. Whoa. Whoa. Take that, take that for what you want. Okay. But Meltzer has reported. Yep. At the uh all the EVPs. I I used to use air quotes, you guys can't see. It's an audio podcast. But the EVPs, you know, the Bucks, Cody, Kenny Omega, I think that's all of them, right? Adam Page? Was Page one? I don't think he's an EVP. But anyway, uh, their duties have been scaled back, and everything Mm -hmm. runs through Tony Khan now. And now we're coming out that that's kind of been that way for a lot longer than that news got out. Right. Like, like, um, Matt, or Nick pretty much does BTE. Matt works with his wife in marketing. Kenny works with uh, the women a lot, and and Cody works with the uh, developmental and the nightmare school and things like that, um, which sounds like a lot anyway. On top of being performers, I don't think you necessarily want active talent. I hate saying that. Active wrestlers, yeah, being part of creative, right? Because it's That's hard not to put yourself over, or hard for it not to be perceived as you're putting yourself over. You know, something that, you know, a lot of he said, she said with Kevin Nash in WCW, right? Yeah. Lots of it. And I feel like that's just a, I feel like, and you hear this a lot with uh, the people who have worked with WWE and they always uh, rave about how the buck stops with one person. Whether, whatever you think about that, there is one person that says yes or no, and that's the direction it's going. There's not a bunch of talking heads. There's not a committee. There's not an argument. There's not hurt feelings. It's well, I'm sure there's hurt feelings, but the buck stops at somewhere. I think that's maybe what Tony Khan was possibly going for, mm-hmm. and that might have been in the cards the entire time. You know that. And listen, if he's been running creative pretty much by himself, I'm sure he's had input. I'm sure people have ideas, <laughs> but as far as like the general direction, the general bullet points of what they want to do. If that's been Tony Khan for almost two years, bravo, dude. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I think, again, what I've heard from other wrestlers and people say is he'll he'll have a general idea of where he wants your character to go. 
and then he accepts all your input and then tries to mix some of what you want. You know what I mean? Like a give and take. Like, let me give you this, but we can't go here yet. We can't, you know what I mean? He, he finds a right. happy medium and they go with it. And right now it's been working. So yes, if he's been the brainchild, which I have a hard time believing he has been the main guy, Cody and some, and the, the young bucks. And so I think are had a huge creative, uh, say, well, Jim on, Ross, on, Jim Ross raves about uh, Jericho. He calls him the MVP of AEW all the time. Every and week. that's what I was going to say. Jericho coming. Jericho's got a lot of fucking say. There's guys there that have been in the business. And you'd be a moron not to listen to them. And that's, I don't think it's something as so much as like having say. Yeah. It's, so, it's that, that veterans words are going to carry more weight. Like, yeah. for instance, like uh, CM Punk talks about, you know, he get there. He's like, hey, what are we doing tonight? When he's doing the thing with Sting. And they're like, they're like, yo, why don't you, um, why don't you and Sting just sit down and talk about this? Let us know. Which I'm sure that like, okay, they probably have that much rope. I don't know if like Dante Martin's gonna have that much rope. I don't know if a Ricky Starks is gonna have that much rope. But the the, the, the which is a great transition into our uh, next topic. Yeah. Is the roads to the top. Okay. I don't know if you, did you get a chance to watch it. I did not. I've seen clips of it and all that, but I've I've heard good things about it though. Yeah. So I did watch it. Um, I enjoyed it. It's very comparable to like Ms. and Mrs. To where like it's fun to watch, but you can tell that certain aspects of it are a work. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's kind of what I expected. Like I don't think Tony Khan's laying deep creative to Ricky Starks in front of the camera, in front of a team. Maybe he is. I don't know. But it's right. just stuff like that. Like. Hey, here's the news that's going to happen, but we're going to do this for the camera. We're going to feature you, and you're going to be featured on the show. It's going to give you exposure, yada, 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 yada. So if you do get to see some, like, some backstage AEW stuff, which is cool, It was they had one scene where it was um, where Big Shotty Lee Johnson and Julia Hart, you know who both those people are? Yeah. So they went to Cody as he was kind of getting ready for the show, and they're doing everything for rehearsal, and they walk up, and they said, and Lee's like, hey, uh, just want to let you know that um, we're together now. And Cody just kind of looks at him like, congratulations? Like, fuck you telling me? Fuck you right. telling me? Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool, dude. But it's just, it's, that was one of the things that, like, I'm like, you know what? I bet that's shit they really deal with. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're know, together now. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Johnson, I don't know how old I'm guessing he's, hopefully not that much older than that. Right. Kids. Right? Kids. And Cody, the adult. Jericho is in his fifties. You know what I mean? And and see, a lot of people don't don't realize that though. Is, yeah, Cody's that adult, but in not to us, God, he was it was like just he's that young baby face rookie. You know what I mean? In wrestling, and you kind of forget like, hey, he's fucking forty years old now, <laughs> or or you know, thirty five, thirty six years old. You know, however old. But he's dealing with 22, 23-year-olds, you know, younger people. But it does show the struggle, like, and this is something that, like, as dads, okay, we can relate to, is, like, you know, Randy, as she's is getting on Cody for not having his priorities in line, right? Yeah. Cody's like, I got to do this for the company. I can't let up. And then he, they have the baby shower, and he breaks news to everybody that he's not taking any time off and he can't take any time off the train's rolling. And Dusty didn't take time off. And you know, all the women were judging and this and that. And the other. It was, it was, it was interesting because like, this is, I took time off, but like at a time, at the time, like I was working so hard and so much that like I was catching that exact same kind of heat at home. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's a, as a parent, you understand it's, it's a balancing act, right? Your entire life becomes a balancing act all of a sudden when you have this kid. So that's something that like, I felt like, and all the fathers and parents, mothers that listen to the show, I'm sure can relate to. So that was very relatable. Well, this and this is actually, a, I don't, you might have known this, might not have, but uh, and you know when he's speaking about Dusty, this is a think about this is Dusty's dad dies, so Cody's grandpa dies. Mm-hmm. Dustin is born the same day. 
Dustin Rhodes is born the same day. Uh, Dusty gets in the car and works that night. Yeah. Right? Because they told him, hey, your dad would want you to, you know, his dad was a big wrestling fan. Your dad would want you to, you know, to work. And he went and worked. So your dad's dead, your son's born, and you go to work. I mean, that's a fucking, whoa. You know what I mean? Right, right. Women don't understand that as much, though. My, at least my my wife and... No, Cody, no, I like, get it. Not every, not is, every partner not every partner is going to be like, oh, that's very noble of you to go out and leave right. me here again. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Dad. Which is how you know. the other half usually views that, right? So... Which I'm not knocking women. Obviously, it's a struggle, you know, balancing act and parents and partnerships, and it, it's it's tough. And you know, there's times where other people in, within a relationship feel that they're doing more than the other, and it becomes a problem. So that's, I thought that and, part was very relatable. Yeah, and I think Cody's even showed like Dusty's booking for the year he's born. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. says Cody's Cody's born, Cody, or you know, whatever, and he and his town that night or whatever it was, you know. And it's like you have all these other people. You're the booker. You got how many other, you know, 50 other guys depending on you to make the living. You know what I mean? So, it, like you said, it's a balancing act, and you're never going to be right in that situation. <laughs> uh, moving on, we'll talk just a little bit more. Man, it's a very AEW-heavy show. I'm sorry, guys. I did not get a chance to watch any of the drafts. Let's talk about the draft. Let's it's talk not, about the draft. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I did not either. But let's talk about how it does not fucking work since the first one. I they don't separate why these. They, right. I mean, they separate these guys. They separate New Day. I knew that. I saw that. They separated New Day. I mean, it's like, come on. Like, you don't need to separate your roster every fucking year. Let's have the draft this year. And, and then two months from now, it won't even fucking matter. Yeah, because they're coming over, they're they're doing yeah. an invasion, and yada, yada. There's got to be someone in that off. And this is my knock on WWE, and I'm, I love wrestling. There's got to be somebody in, in that office that's got a creative fucking bone in their body. Because everything they're doing is a fucking rehash. It is a, it's been done over and over there. Like so, go ahead. This is this is where we're talking about that the buck stops at one. I get it. So that's yeah. I mean, it's a constant reshuffle. It's a constant work in progress. It doesn't make sense. They scrap it. They'll they'll stop and start whenever. It's you know they pretend that they. I think that gets into insulting your viewers' intelligence. Like we didn't, well, we didn't just see what we saw last week, type thing. Yeah. You know now, now we're buddies. You know. Right. Now we're all buddies, and I bet Shane McMahon comes back in three months to to lead SmackDown against Stephanie and Triple H on Raw. Like, it's like fuck, man. Come on. I like, can't do Raw. I can do SmackDown. I can't do Raw. I just you can't. I, I, I guess I, Bianca went to Raw. For Becky Lynch? Okay. So, I mean, that's just what I heard. Well, I will uh, say tomorrow, as we record this, it's on Tuesday, there is the uh, second anniversary of Dynamite, which is wild. It's yeah. been two years. Uh, but Tony Khan took to Twitter and hyped the second an anniversary edition of AEW Dynamite on TNT. He promised this week's Dynamite card will be one of the AEW's best ever. He wrote... Tomorrow night live on TNT, we celebrate two years of hashtag AEW Dynamite. It's been an amazing two years, the highest of highs, and when we lost Mr. Brody Lee was the lowest low. We honored the exalted one last week, and Wednesday night we celebrate two great years with one of our best cards ever. And leading it, it looks like we have the Elite, the Elite, which is going to be the Young Bucks, Adam Cole, and Kenny Omega against Brian Danielson, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage. Piss Ant Company. I feel like that feud could get repetitive. I feel like we're doing it every week. But it's cool to have Daniel Bryan back. What else do we have here? Uh, TNT champion Sammy Guevara will be defending against Bobby Fish. Okay. Look at that graphic. Bobby Fish had an AEW logo on his T-shirt. 
if you look oh. closely. I believe Big Underscore Bane pointed that out. He's very, yeah, uh, yeah he's very into intuitive here. He don't miss a thing. Uh, Hikaru <laughs> Shida versus Serena D. That'll be a great match. Uh, Eight-man action, which I just said, plus a casino ladder match with Pac, Andre, Andrade El Igolo, Orange Cassidy, John Moxley, Matt Hardy, Lance Archer, and one participant to reveal as a final entrant, the Joker. So we're going to get a new entrant tomorrow, a new, a new person. Who who is it? Oh man. Uh, well, Bray's contract contract I guess is still has another month. <clears throat> Which if you know. listen to Breaker if you listen to Breaker and Bane's Power Hour this week, which by the way, congratulations on four hundred guys, it's fucking amazing. Um Breaker ba- breaks down the ninety day uh, no compete. Which okay. is where basically you're still getting paid <clears throat> for three months. So technically you're still employed, I guess. Right. In a way. So. Fucking, fucking like breaker. Like, he Which acts like he's been there. Like, he act- acts like he's been to the show. You know, come on. Come on, breaker. But I thought that was one thing I love about their podcast is, yeah, you get little nuggets like that. But it sounds like an exciting show. I guess I haven't seen a lot of speculation on who the uh, Joker could be, though. I, that's one that I, I'm not sure. Uh. I couldn't even guess. You don't even. Hmm. For a ladder match, which I can't believe Moxley's in the ladder match. That's just. I think it's going to be a complete surprise. I think it's going to be somebody we haven't seen on AEW television before. Okay. Which is cool because that's yeah. you know. But like, yeah, don't be. I think we're gonna. I think we're about to have a run in. Like a Jack Evans in the ladder match would be fucking crazy. Just for the spots. You not win, but you know. We're about to have a run-in, Barry. That's fine. I I love run-ins. That's one of my favorite parts of she's, she's, the show. She just won't say hi to her Uncle Husky. Uh-oh. You'll hear it. She'll say we, we it, can, We can edit this out if you want. No way. Lily bug, lily bug. Oh, you got, oh she put her water bottle down. Lily bug, Lily bug. Hi, Lily bug. Hi. Hi. Who am I? (laughs) Lily bug, you going to go to bed tonight? Yeah. Yeah, okay. She says she's going to bed tonight, Dad. Do you believe her? We're already 0 for 1 on the bedtime trip. She told Barry she was going to bed. Okay, well, uh, Lily bug's not having them. She's going to watch wrestling. You going to watch WCW tonight? Yeah. She does. She gets in the car now. And she has to hear Kenny. Kenny Omega's entrance music. Okay. The battle cry. (laughs) I got a little best bout machine on my hands here. That's what happens uh, when you go to bed. You let out the battle cry. Say say Kenny? Kenny. Yeah. Kenny. Okay. Tell Husky night-night. Night night. Night night. Love you. Blame a kiss. <laughs> Go to bed. Here, give me a kiss. Yeah, that's my gal there. She does the run in. You saw Husky. <laughs> See, that's that's uh that makes it all worthwhile right there. Because I guess uh, Lily Bug. You. <laughs> and she's still cheering me on. She's still happy about it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's talk some legwork. You ready? Okay. As the marketing director takes the, takes the kid out. Uh, guys, go to doingthefavor.com. Go to buy, sell, trade. List any figures you might want to sell on there. We also well, – I need to do a better job of listing figures on there because I got a lot of stuff I need to sell still. I don't know, I've been working my way through it. Also, use the hashtag legwork on Twitter. Let us know what you're buying, what, what you're seeing. That lets me know and everyone else know like what we should be looking for, what's hitting. I feel like it's a great tool to kind of communicate with everybody. I will go first. Okay. Um, I actually bought uh, figures last week. We'll get, I'm going to get them here so I can feel better talking about them when they're in front of me, right? Yeah, which, uh, like you said, uh, it's been a minute since we'd seen anything. So. Right. Well, I was very happy to run into AEW Unrivaled Series 1 at Target. Or, I'm sorry, Unmatched Series 1 at Target. Um, 
I said I only wanted the Britt Baker out of this. I ended up getting the Cody as well. As I hold the Britt Baker in hand, it is not awesome. It's like the skin tone, the color doesn't look good, the, the paint application not as great. I feel like we can do better, but I feel like we will do better. I feel like her jacket looks good, though. All, all her gear looks amazing. I, it's in box, so I don't have it unboxed. But it's from uh, AEW Dynamite from uh, September 30th of 2020 in Jacksonville when they were doing the COVID shows. So great-looking figure, extra set of hands with the gloves. Not bad, not great, but I'm a fan of Britt Baker, so I'm happy to add her first figure the collection i thought that was important also the um the ljn cody Rhodes looks awesome it looks i was on the fence i was like ah, i don't need it whatever whatever once i got it in hand i'm like this thing's fucking awesome it's coming home with me um strong vibes of when um, um classic superstars did these yep so and you're also you're getting the, the free cody Rhodes poster inside it's kind of got the old ljn uh artwork on the front of the box on the back it has the you know the card you can cut out with the cody it shows the cody Rhodes poster on it you can watch AEW dynamite on the bottom right hand corner i think this is beautiful i think uh jerry bedauer knocked it out of the park with these okay so very happy to add two more figures to the collection i thought that was great uh as far as the card front did run in the don russ 2021 football finally um went to it's always the day after we record right so i'm assuming tomorrow i'll fucking find something i have to remember to talk about it next week but god uh ran the eight fat packs told my buddy uh at corner ohio cards what i found i told him i was getting five so there's three left over if you want he jumped all over them uh not i didn't really pull anything out of my five i don't think he did either i cannot remember he might have pulled one or two things uh the COVID parallels, I think, are cool. Like when they have yeah. the mask on. I got a lot of press proofs, which are not awesome. Did get a Justin Herbert press proof though, with the uh, with the with the uh, variant picture, which I'm happy about because the press proofs in blue, so it's Chargers colors, this and that. So very, very, very cool card. Also got a. Uh, I'm a sucker. I got a, a Topps Chrome Mega, which. Typically don't get, and it was actually $60. I think it was Ooh. 60 or 65 at Meyer. Yeah, a little steep, but one of them deals, I was like, fuck it, I want to rip something. You know, I'll pay a little extra. I pulled the lowest numbered car I've ever pulled in my life. The lowest car I've ever pulled, I believe, before this was 50. I own lower numbered cars, but I bought, but I got a Topps Chrome 2020 Red Refractor. Numbered four of five, Trevor Bauer. What a guy. Literally, I would have liked to have pulled anybody else. And this absolute confirmed piece of shit. I'm holding the card up to you now. (laughs) I see it. I kind of rolled my eyes. I was like, I think this is a five. And I I looked over and back like, mother fuck. Four of five. So did pull that i listed some cards on twitter and actually i'm surprised nobody got these i posted a dylan carlson lot i pulled i posted the pink spreckled magenta 87 of 350 dylan carlson tops chrome rookie card which is going for 60 bucks on ebay right now also the dylan card sepia dylan carlson sepia which is going for 15 dollars. so your math, that's what, $75? Right. The, and then the base, and then the 1986 refractor. I posted a lot for $45, and nobody bought it. It's going to eBay, and I will make more than that $45. Yeah, just a tad. So I was very, I, you know, I was trying to, oh, I could post up a deal, post up a deal. This the guy hit the middle of the lineup for the hottest team in baseball. Nope. But, you know, Twitter's been a little dry as far as the sales lately. Yeah, I've been taking all my figures and shit to eBay. Right. Just sold a Royal Rumble leader for 40 bucks. So just thinning out the collection a little bit. Think about making a big fun trip, unloading some more because this piece of out has been time consuming. 
Yeah, but other than that, uh, Elite 85, just like I said last week, hit Walmarts like a fucking bomb. I mean, like three cases in each. I did see the John Cena of Hollywood Collection Elite. Okay. From F9. Uh, not terrible. Looks pretty good. Have, didn't see the Rock one yet. Didn't see the Piper one. But only saw the Cena. Didn't look bad at all. I will tell you what I'm on right now. And this is going to be a little eye-opening. I don't know. I've resisted for so long. I can't do it anymore. When Spider-Man Far From Home, Marvel's Legends hit, I will be getting the the, 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 the gold Spider-Man. Okay. Not, I'm just going to get Spider-Man. Just the gold one. Just the gold one. Now, I saw they raised the price on those as well, too. I think they're $25 now, up from 20 But that figure, I need a Spider-Man in my collection. I just He's my favorite. He's my favorite superhero. I definitely need that in the collection. Very excited to add that. Um, the Infinity Saga figures, though. Have I been sending you pictures of those when I see them? Uh-uh. My God. They just had they're doing it from like each of each of the particular Marvel movies. So like there'll be like an Iron Man three. There'll be a, with like hat with like Happy and Iron Man Mark, whatever, whatever. There's Iron Man, the original Iron Man with the iron with the third Iron Man suit, Iron Man Mark Three, which looks spot fucking on. It looks amazing. So that was twenty five dollars. I passed up on that. I kinda kicked myself in the ass because it's such such an amazing figure from one of my favorite movies. So resisting the Marvel's been tough because they've been right, getting yeah. better and better. Uh, they had a Endgame Fat Thor. They've had Infinity Infinity War uh, Cap. I mean, I just it goes on and on. The original Iron Man with uh, uh, the villain and the and the big Iron Man suit. I don't know if you've seen the movie, but the sil- the silver Iron Man suit. I can't remember what it's called. Me and Ty were talking about it today. I saw a repack, but yeah, so that's kind of what I've been on the lookout for. Just I go in Walmart and Target just to see because I will buy Spider Man when I see him for sure. Not have, I don't even, buy, I even buy, go fucking lose an MOC on that. Okay, that means it's special. It is, it's special to me. Uh, I kind of went on a little long. I apologize, Barry. Hit him with your legwork. No, I uh, I went in looking for uh, cards. And stumbled upon uh, 87, uh, Elite Series okay. 87. And uh, Asuka Oscar. looks, yep, looks really good. Uh, I almost bought it. Um, like I've been saying for the past couple of weeks, man, our pegs are loaded with like 86. Um, there's some 84s. There's an 81 in there. There's a like a Brie Bella from like 78 or 70, whatever, 77, 78. Um, And the the guy that was uh, stalking the shelves, he, he put the, he put them up, but there wasn't room for the warlord. And so instead of cramming it in there, he just laid it down like, right. You know, nice and flat. Didn't mess the box up. Um, so I was like, man, that figure looks sweet. Uh, the paint, the just the whole Powers of Pain outfit looked fucking awesome. And I, so I'm guessing we're getting a Barbarian. Um, but yeah, that it looks very good. Uh, bought that. Um, I, too, ran into uh, some uh, Don Russ. Nice. Which I guess, I guess tomorrow, Optics supposedly going... Uh, retail. So Optic football. Um, basketball has to be basketball. Basketball, basketball yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. Uh, I had some good pulls. Um, a Gridiron Kings Kyle Pitts. You know, right there. I don't know if you could yeah, see that. Yeah, I got a I got a Jamar Chase actually. Well, I got a Jamar Chase Elite Rookie Series checkerboard. Beautiful. Um. I got a press proof Tom Brady alternate without uh Okay. So I mean That's I had I mean yeah, yeah. Is that number out here in these streets? So I mean I did good. I, I wasn't, you know, pissed. Uh 
got another Justin Fields. Don't, you know, I've got two or three of these Don Russ rated rookie Justin Fields. Don't know anybody that wants them. Don't know anybody that would be interested. Okay. So, uh, but no, I did put one in your pile there. Thank you. This right here, by the way, um, I pulled up. But, uh, dude, I can't Justin get away Fields. from <laughs> from Justin Fields from this rookie class and uh, Trey Lance are the two that I cannot like escape. That's Which, like I said, there's yeah, there's worse uh, there's worse people that uh, could follow you around when you buy a pack. Um, excited! I'm excited, uh, you know, to kind of see what drops this week there hasn't been much like it has been a battle to get retail mm -hmm. i mean the the local card guy brought his wife i think i told you that story they're about 80 and she just straight like the wife just straight crowded in front of everyone and we're gentlemen we nobody said no we didn't care we oh, were lady, all gonna yeah, get okay. yeah we were all gonna get what we wanted anyway so i mean um but it was it was fun. It's I've I've kind of started talking to these guys a little bit. One of them has a card shop like an hour away, and he comes down here on Fridays and gets cards. So uh, there's there's people from all over, man. And he's a wrestling fan. We started talking wrestling. We started you know getting into that. Um, what else have I seen a lot? Snake Eyes. Have you the G.I. Joe snake yeah. eyes? I've been seeing a lot of G.I. Joe's popping up. I've seen the helmet and there's like a a sword or some shit. Uh something that he has. That's all, you know, those are all down there. Um there's I don't know, there's a lot of a lot of G.I. Joe stuff, a lot of He Man stuff, Revelation. I don't know how that is there, but I mean it is piled up out here. And there's some Marvel. There's some Marvel activity. So, you know, other than that, though, that is, uh, that's my legwork for the week. Not bad. I feel like we did pretty good. We've been buying a lot of cards, uh, dealing with my local card shop. I will send you a package this week. I told you off air. Barry's holding up his cards. Always got him in his penny sleeve. So I got to get him some top loaders up here. I do have the plug for top loaders. If Travis Fowler doesn't come buy them all. Right. The dude ratted him out as he should. <laughs> no, so we're, Travis we're jumping. We're jumping, uh, Travis. As soon as we catch him down there again. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's cool. My guy has a lot of, lot of uh, blasters down there. And yeah, he'll sell as many as you want. So $6 a pack. He's, he's all good to go. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, you ready to talk as the Red Sox are up 3-0, Barry? Okay. So the cleaner is pissed. As of, as of 9-11 on Tuesday, October 5th, yeah, he's pissed. Let's go to new arrivals over at Shop AEW, then we'll go to the top sellers. We don't be shopping. We'll get the hell out of here. Sam Finley, I'm sorry, but we're doing it anyway. We don't have a lot. Uh, first up for new arrivals at AEW, we have Sammy Guevara and new. I'm cool with Sammy Guevara being the TNT champion, by the way. I think he'll do a great job. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Uh, a new Brody Lee shirt, Brody Forever. Of course, all proceeds going to the Huber family and foundations. Darby Allen up in flames. That does not look like a wrestling shirt at all. Uh -uh. That's it. I did see that there's a collaboration between some of the guys, people like Adam Cole and CM Punk, the two that I saw with like a Street Fighter, like Nerds Clothing Company, which WWE Shop has done a lot of work with in the past, right? Yep. So, uh, but the, game, the Ringer Tees are back in at AEW for CM Punk, which is, I think, I prefer the Ringer Tee myself. Mm -hmm. That's the one I was able to get one. So, yeah, that's cool that they were able to uh, get one, which you knew they were. So, yeah, but three new shirts. Let's go to top sellers over at Shop AEW for last week. Let's go to number 10. Eddie Kingston redeemed these nuts. Number nine, AEW logo zip hoodie. Number eight, Orange Cassie yearbook photo back up in there. Okay. He's back. Number seven, the American Dragon is back. Number six, AEW logo T-shirt. Number five, Kenny Omega directive. Number four, Malachi Black, House of Black Stained. 
three, Super Click Kiss of Death. Two, Adam Cole, All Elite Bay Bay. The number one selling shirt on Shop AEW as it should be, Brody Lee forever. Larry Dales. Uh, no CM Punk? No, no. Well, the, fuck, they've been sold out. He's not anywhere <laughs> on the, yeah, I think that's what it is because he's not anywhere on this page. Yeah. I can't find a single CM Punk shirt on this page, so that has to be what it is. Did you, um, not to uh, go, but did you see the latest uh, Dark Side of the Ring yet? I have not. I knew okay. you were going to ask me that. I have not. I will watch it. It's not a story that particularly I know a lot about. Yep. Not F-M-W. a big deathmatch guy. So it doesn't. I'm sure once I watched it, I'll be like, whoa, because I saw a lot of the Terry Funk stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I uh, I just didn't have a lot of interest, I should say. But I yep. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. It's uh, kind of more interesting than I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? Like, cause I kind of knew even as a, as a tape trader back in the fucking day, uh, FMW was just kind of like, eh. cause then when Cactus and Terry Funk did the IWA King of the death matches tournament, uh-huh. I was like, Holy shit. That's where it's at. You know? <laughs> so I would watch their stuff and I would get their stuff and FMW kind of, you heard about Hayabusa and I was pumped, like, because he came to Heat Wave 98. Him and Hakushi, Jensei Shinzaki, wrestled Van Dam and Sabu. And so I was super fucking excited to uh, to see him live. And, yeah. So that was, you know, very exciting to see you ready to what happened. Sorry. You ready to hear the stat line for Garrett Cole? What a, What a guy. What a pitcher, a stud. Making all that money in the wild card game. Two innings, four hits, three runs, three all earned, two walks, three strikeouts, two home runs for an ERA of 13.5. What a guy. Who who touched him up? Who touched uh, him up, though? Schwerber got him. Oh, no. Uh, Bogart's got him. Yeah, Bogart's hitting for the two-run. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Bogart's hitting for the two-run. Schwarber hitting for the solo shot. He only made... Pete, did Pete call that? Said Schwarber was going to have a good game? May have. I didn't see. Yeah, I, I think Pete uh, said that. Interesting developments. When I get off here, I will be running to the TV. Um, <laughs> let's go to uh, new arrivals over at WB Shop. I don't see a lot here, to be honest with you. Not, there ain't much. Is there anything? That, well, the, the Ruthless Aggression Tag Team Championship Replicas. From Raw and SmackDown. When you see the SmackDown, who do you think of? I can't see it. Uh, okay, oh, I'm sorry. I see them now. Ruthless Aggression... Tag team championship? Yeah, the SmackDown. For SmackDown, who do you think of? Oh God, I don't know. When I see that dude, I, I think of back. I think of Eddie and Chavo. Correct. Okay. That's that's who came to mind when I saw those for the, belts. For the Smack how about, how about for the Raw? For Raw, it's cra- <laughs> Evolution. I, I think of uh Flair and uh Batista. Okay. Uh, you got the Bloodline hoodie. Xavier Woods. We talked about this last week. All these yeah. we talked about last week. Yep. I don't see anything new. Maybe the Brock Lesnar, the Beast skull. We talked about Andre and Hulk last week. We talked about that WCW logo a lot last week. Yeah. I think that's it. I think they only have a couple new things, which is fine. Yeah, you don't have to put something out. You don't have to flood the market. You know right. what I mean? Uh, you ready to do shout-outs to get the fuck out of here? Yeah, well, you're trying to watch this game. I mean, we got to go watch Garrett Cole shut it down. Done. He's out of the game. Oh, you got to be fuck on me. He hit two innings. They're in the third <laughs> inning. <laughs> Cleaner's going to be pissed to hear he hears me dogging his boy. Um, but, yeah, a shout-out to... Huh? I'm going first. I'm going to go first. I was going to say fuck Cleaner and Garrett Cole, but go ahead. Jeff and Scott over at Fully Posable. <laughs> Jeff, I need your address, dog. I don't have it somewhere. I got some cards to send you. Don't send Jeff nothing. Send them to Scott. Send, 
I'm sending Jeff some heat. Let me try to find him right here real quick. See if I can find what I'm sending this man. Because you're going to give me a hard time about it. I am. He doesn't deserve it or something. I got a James Lofton 1 of 10 Bills auto that I could send him. I sent Deontay to Eric Davis. Their first round draft pick. I did see that. Greg Russo out of Miami for the Bills. Okay. Uh, Number 16 to 199, Prestige Heroes. I wouldn't send him that. And also the Prism Orange Cracked Ice. I wouldn't send that to him. Who's who's Scott's favorite team? The Bills? I don't know. I hear him talk about a lot of football. Maybe the Niners? You don't, yeah, you don't uh, give Scott a lot of attention. That's a shame. Well, we don't, me and Jeff text. Well, I don't know if that's Jeff. Scott told Would me Jeff really can't read. I love no, I, I actually I love Scott. <laughs> I love I love Scott too. He's always like, he's great. I love him. I no no, and but one time I don't even know if he knows this story. I'm gonna tell it real quick here. So everyone knows that I've lost my mom, and that was a very hard thing. And every year I'd kind of make the post, whether it be a birthday or Mother's Day or whatever. I might like for her birthday one year I posted, "Happy birthday, mom," and kind of post a picture of her holding me as a baby. Yep. You know, there's all kinds of comments like, oh, I'm so sorry, or oh, she's so missed, or whatever, whatever. And then, <laughs> then there's one comment. Scott Toon, out of nowhere. Happy birthday with about three exclamation points. And I'm like, oh, my God. He doesn't know. I just started. <laughs> I said, Jeff, your brother, he said, he, he's going to bless his heart. He don't know. He I thought, that, I thought that, it, But it was funny in the fact that, like, it was a sad day. And, like, his comment, like, literally turned my day around. I was like, you know what? This is, that's funny. That's what do you say? Thanks, Scott. I love, but I, I, when I think of Scott Toon, I will always think of that. And I don't even know if he knows it, but I will always think of that because I was just, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that the rest of my life. That was like a sad moment that instantly turned around my day. It was unintentionally hilarious, and it was, it was great. Um, Steve and Eric over at PPW. Steve's still licking his wounds from those, that loss. That's a yeah, that's a beat down. No, I'm just playing. That's I love. I love. We that was a friendly, friendly bet. Not like you and Rucker who go to shows fucking throats. Speaking of uh, boots to the face, Rucker and Marty over there, man. Shout you guys. Shout Rucker with his 80 proof pod as well on Twitch. I feel like they advertise that very well. So catch them on Twitch. Uh, Drew and Caitlin over at Tales from the Estate. I felt like shit because I forgot them last week. But check them out. She's getting the baby bump. She's carrying around two of the, two of his kids. Well, what did you expect? I mean, my God. Kids. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the Haddocks family. Yeah. Shout out to, Nick is just dominating this football game. And we I don't appreciate it. We're in the Fandle and the Pick'em. I don't appreciate it. Yeah. Happy birthday to his son. Was it Brooks? It was Brooks, yeah. Happy out here birthday, in the brother. streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Shout out. He's going to get older one day and take over the show for us. I hope so. Him and Dominic. Him and the Dominator, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, shout out Ty and Candace. Shout out yeah. Candace for putting up a Ty and Ty's son. Jesus Christ. Mini Ty. Yeah. He's out there flipping people off, doing the stone cold. <laughs> like, yeah. And Ty tries to shoot, pin him. Like, they have residents, <laughs> and, and he can't. That makes me feel bad for Ty, but. Shout out uh, Wrestling Toy <laughs> Tracker. They had an update recently, so check that out. They're always on point. Shout out Wrestling Figure News Source. Shout out Wrestling Cheers. Now, I'm going to say, Justin Summers was all excited <laughs> to meet me and Cleaner up there at Toy Ohio. And I have, I unfortunately will not be able to make it. Yes, I have a child, and apparently I have family obligations that day. I wasn't made unaware of until about a week ago. So. Will not be attending that. I apologize. You guys have yourself a knockdown, drag out fucking time up there, though. How's that? Absolutely. And somebody has to say World Star before it starts. <laughs> God, you're just instigator, just instigator of the year over there, aren't you? What? You, what happened? If you were a toy, there's no doubt in my mind that if you were a toy Ohio, you'd be the biggest instigating motherfucker up there. Absolutely not. That I've is not it. true. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> How you get that shitty grin, you get that shitty you? Grin on your face, and then something's gonna pop up. You and there's a small fire starter, and you got a big can of gas in your hand. Always, I'm always <laughs> ready. I, hey, uh, you said 
I say it with my chest. I wholeheartedly believe. Breaker and Bane Power Hour again. Congratulations, 400. I can't not say enough good things about those guys, honestly. Like, i big, big fan of everything they do. Uh, Bill Benis, miss you, brother. Shout out. Barry, do your shout outs. Yeah, Breaker. My, uh, you said Breaker and Bane. Um, yeah. My only knock really is, is Breaker acts like he's been to the show, so he wants to talk about he Like, he knows the contracts. You know, Breaker just... Just act normal like us, man. You don't have to big time us, big league us. You know, I don't know if you've seen Bane's TikTok today. He jumped on some girl with a million followers on YouTube and told her she was uh, ungrateful or <laughs> a crybaby or some shit because she said her life sucks and because all she does is like she's a photographer or some bullshit. And he's like, no, you're ungrateful. I don't have a million followers. I'm fucking, I put out rap songs. I don't know what that had to do with it. But, you know, <laughs> Bane, Bane just let it fly. Love Bane, love Breaker. You see this right here, by the way? Yeah, that's your well, samurai. No, 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 sam- look at the line. Big Dennis do that to you? My wife did. Oh, I've been growing up my hair for about eight months now, and she uh, fucked up my line. Shout out to the marketing director. I was un- I was unaware until I took my hair tie out and a bunch of hair fell on the floor. <laughs> I thought I was losing my fucking hair. Freaked me out. Okay. But uh, shout out to Cleaner, and you know I Garrett Cole uh, did his best. I mean, he he went out there like a stud, put up a 13. I think me or you could have probably put up a 13. Trust that defense. <laughs> Trust the guys behind you because they're going to hit it. They 50 just, pitches, he threw 30 strikes. He went into the third inning, didn't record it out, got yanked. Poor guy. I mean, well, you ain't got time. Uh, shout out to Jonathan Dobrik. Shout out to Jose, my homie. Out there, bad money slim. You know what I mean? This motherfucker's out here talking about join the vision. We're on the vision. Are we the vision? We got to be the vision. They want to see us. Look out for tweets from me and Barry this week, too. Kind of just just look out for the tweets involving bad money slim. We got some some stuff coming for us. I could end up being naked with that shirt on in one of my tweets. I'm just saying Um, for a price. But uh, shout out to them. Shout out to who's the other? Uh, Sammy Evans is out in these streets. Sammy Evans went to a convention, had a 30 minute combo with Kevin Sullivan about Bobby. I saw Eaton. he told me that. Yeah. So I was told to pull up a chair. Yeah. I said, fuck, I would have been in heaven. I told you guys, leave me alone. Fucking. Uh, so we got Sammy Travis Fowler quit buying all my fucking top loaders. Eric's been trying to buy him for me. Uh, Drew and Caitlin, they always shout out Kenley. They talk about how, you know, good she does at her stuff. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys a lot. Um, you know, Caitlin, it's it's a shame that you have to put up with Drew, who bought those custom bands. I don't know if you've seen that, the Shining. I did, the Shining bands. Yeah, they're sweet. Yeah. I was going to get a pair, but then he had them. I was like, fuck that. Um, who else should I shout out? Nobody. Nobody. There's got to be someone. Deontay. Fuck shout Hard out body. Deontay. I, I did. I, the man with the blessed hands, trying to run people over and shit. Um, and also I want to say fuck Dallas, and I'm gonna say it on the show again tomorrow. Fuck Dallas. Uh, and with that, I'm not, I'm, I'm, is it bad? I'm Eric, just not looking forward to that. I'm pumped, and even that the week after is what I'm looking forward to. But Eric, with that, drop their credentials, sir. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Brown seven four zero. But of course, always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favor. Go to doingthefavor.com. Free membership, buy, sell, trade articles, all that good shit. Thank you guys all so much. Next week is our two hundredth episode, so thank you guys so much. Absolutely, and you can follow me on Twitter. At BFrost28, like Eric said, next week is our 200th 
uh, episode of the wrestling show. So feel free to, you want to say something, you want to be on the show, whatever, send me a sound bite. I'll play it good, bad, or indifferent. So with that, good night and God bless. Peace. It goes one, two, three into the foe. Erica Barrier up with ETF and that's for show. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live Shit, we'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.